Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast, your home for all things Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and so much more. Join Derek and Ian as they tell tales to astonish along this journey into mystery. Grab some snacks and settle in because Paperweight Entertainment starts now. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Hoskins, and with me, as always, fighting off exhaustion, both mental and physical, is my good friend and yours, Mr. Ian Torrance. Ian, are you excited to be here to talk about episode two of Miss Marvel, your favorite Marvel project? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. I believe you. Mm-hmm. You are... You are a great actor, sir. I believe every grunt that I just heard. <sighs> mm. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and get straight on into this. Spoilers going forward here. If, you, uh, if you've if you not seen Miss Marvel Episode 2, please go ahead and scootle on out of here and go and watch it. Come back and listen to us. Um, if you're on YouTube, make sure you like, subscribe, comment, ring the bell, do all that jazz. Rate and review us on the podcast platform of your choosing and we're going to get right into this surprise surprise to no one at all i'm going to say this every week i'm sure i really enjoyed this episode i i I might have even loved this episode because you know what i'm just going to embrace it i like marvel i'm a i'm a pretty big fan of marvel come to think of it and um they haven't done anything to to disappoint me yet i really enjoyed this episode i'm really loving the coming of age vibes Again, still, I liked the parents in this. Again, the the mom had some better, uh, some really nice tender moments with Kamala. And getting to see her training with her powers always will always get me going, seeing a, a training montage. So overall, I really enjoyed this episode. I don't know that I liked it better than the first episode, but I really enjoyed it. Ian, you didn't care much for the first episode of Miss Marvel. What did you think about this one? I want to start by saying... That it's okay for you to love Marvel, as we all do. It's also okay for you to love Marvel and not like some of the product they put out. Agreed. That, that is okay. It, I agree with you. Of, I just like Marvel is horseshit because I like Oreos, but I don't like all the flavors. No, when I said I just like Marvel, I don't. I can see where that where that would come from. Let me clarify my my words there, so that it doesn't come off that way. When I say I just like Marvel, I literally mean I just like all the things that they've given to us. I have not disliked a project yet. There are things that I like better than others, but I have yet to actually dislike anything that Marvel has put out so far with the MCU. So, yes, to Ian's point, you can absolutely like Marvel and dislike some of their projects. That doesn't mean you're not a fan. Um, that is not what I was insinuating in any way, shape or form. I don't want anybody to think that. <laughs> <laughs> Ian just choked himself because I said that I, on, I agreed with him for a second. He choked on his Gatorade. So, yeah, I, I don't want to have that that is misconstrued in any way, shape or form. When I say that I just <clears throat> like Marvel, I mean that I have liked everything that they've done so far. There's a possibility I'll dislike something someday, but I haven't yet. So I just I, I just enjoy it when they bring something out. I, I, I like the what they're doing. So onwards with your thoughts. They're just like <coughs> I don't know if I'm gonna make it. <laughs> there are elements of the show that I really like. It's just I think I I think I enjoy the 
I think I enjoyed the scenes with just like the family banter mm-hmm. and like her interaction with her friends more than I care about the actual superhero. I actually agree with you completely. Because I feel like that's when I kind of get like this. Anytime, <laughs> like, I know she hasn't got her outfit yet, but anytime she puts on that silly outfit with the fucking cardboard helmet. Mm-hmm. And then she has this gauntlet that nobody wants to talk about and nobody knows what it is. And nobody's like warning her like, oh, you may not want to put that on. Nobody's mm-hmm. telling her anything other than her mom just giving her. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Mr. Superman what about, not here. What, what about my <laughs> no. grandmother? We don't talk about her. We don't talk about Bruno. There's our one. It's just like okay, can can you can you can you tell me why? Well, I can't tell you why because then we'd be talking about her. Like, can you give me something? Anything? Anything at all? Anything? What's this? What's this little bracelet thing do? What's this thing? What's this about? <laughs> oh, I can't tell you because we're not talking about it. <laughs> okay, why? Give me something, mom. Something. Something. Anything. Give me anything. And why does it shoot weird little cosmic discs out of it and stuff? Yeah, that they straight up called hard light, by the way, which, you know, all the jokes about this being, you know, Marvel Green Lantern or Pink Lantern or whatever they were calling them. I mean, yeah, she's making hard light constructs. That's exactly what she's doing. That's straight up a lantern power from D.C. Yeah, it's it's not even like she's got these powers like, you know, comic wise where she's this lame ass Mr. Fantastic. Now they're like, those powers aren't that good. So we're going to have to spruce it up a little bit. What should we do? Well, let's steal a power from another hero from another company (laughs) and not explain it. Like, oh, so you want her to shoot these constructs out of a ring? Ring? Whoa, whoa, no, no. That's already been taken. It's going to be a gauntlet. You know, they got a thing about about bracelets from rings, don't they? Because the 10 rings. Those were literally supposed to be rings. Now they're bracelets. They were a bracelet, yeah. Now their Green Lantern ring that they took from DC is now a, a bracelet or a bangle that she's wearing. Yeah, it's it's I hadn't thought about that. That's funny. I just feel like it's kind of ridiculous. And the fact that she just automatically knows how to use it immediately. Come on. I don't know and that I'd say she knows how to use it. I think that she's sure? got some I think she's got some intuition that because Bruno says in the episode that the power's coming from inside of her. We don't talk about Brown. That's true. Hey, I already said one. I didn't get that my was one. two. All right, that's fine. You can have your one. But yeah, I, I I was okay with that because she doesn't know exactly what she's doing. It's still shaky, and the idea that it's just intuition that she realizes I want that to happen. Her brain connects with whatever the power is, and can kind of sort of do it. Um, You're telling me her 15, 16 year old brain works that quickly? Yeah, Mine she seems like a smart kid. She um, seems like a smart kid. Uh, you know who's not a smart kid? That dumbass that was up in the top of that tower. We were out taking a selfie. Why? Why, oh, why would you? I don't we were, care how old you are. Why would you? We were watching that with the kids, and Allie and I were like, "For the love of God, guys, don't do anything stupid just to take a picture or a selfie." And Claire, oh, my no. old, my oldest, looked at no. me and just was like, "Yeah, I would not do that. That looked terrifying and stupid." A, I'm going to start off with the obvious. Why would you? B, how to get up there? Right. C, where are your parents? <laughs> They're down there trying to decide who to vote for. 
which I have to say, like you were saying with the the family dynamic being the best part of the show, which I 100% agree with. Um, every interaction with her parents, I, I enjoyed this episode. Like I said, I didn't love the interactions with their mom from last week because it, you know, it was really frustrating from an outside perspective looking in. Um, I thought they were great. Her dad is excellent. Her brother is great. The the lie that she told in the diner, you know, getting the kid to that the way I laughed annoyed so the hard. shit out of me. I laughed that annoyed so me. hard. Yeah, it it was funny, but it was so stupid though. Like, wait a minute. Uncle Gilgamesh, that wasn't his name, but right. still, like they did bring up like, Kingo though. Speaking of it's like, wait, Eternals. so you brought you brought up a you brought up a name out of nowhere that happens to be your uncle. You wouldn't remember that you have a cousin. Oh, I think I remember you. You don't. I love that his fiance knew what was going on immediately. Yes. She's played along with it, but she was like, all right, whatever. Yeah, because it was My obvious. Cousin. Her brother's an idiot. Her brother is an idiot, and I liked it. I, I, I loved that part. Um, I, I thought that was really I love the brother really like funny. The, the, the brother's like so funny she, to me. When she, when she passes out and he says, Somebody grab the Zem Jam. <laughs> <laughs> they're throwing the water on her and he's singing the the chant. Like I yeah. thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I uh but yeah, all the things like I was gonna say that you know, we talked you talked about how you really enjoyed the the family dynamics. I really liked all the scenes with is her name Nakia? Isn't that the same name of I think so. Which I not isn't Nakia, isn't that um Black Panther's um Lupita Nyongo's character? So it's Nakia and Nakia. I think Nakia is the either way, I thought it was interesting their names are so similar. I thought it was like Natia or something like that. I don't know, I'll have to look it up. Like I I, I didn't I watch Black Panther more. I watched Black Panther like twice, I think. I didn't watch it as much as other things. But anyway, um what I was saying is I actually really enjoyed the whole situation with her running for the the board on the or the mosque board or the board of the whatever that the the organization was actually called i really liked Mm. the the reasoning for it they showed the 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 division between men and women in the mosque and how the men's section was pristine the women's section was falling apart they really showed why she would want to run for that and then the rundown of the different groups that they were going to have to go and interact with and try and get try and secure the vote and the way that she talks the exact same name by the way nakia is it yeah i think it's just a pronunciation difference like a slight um accent difference but the um or laziness it might be (laughs) (laughs) to be fair i think uh, nakia from black panther was created a good 20 or 30 years before because i don't remember how far back she goes in black panther but a good couple decades before nakia from miss marvel but either way the the way that she kind of hosed kamala's dad and and talked him out of voting for his best friend to vote for her a grown man yeah to vote for a, a high schooler yes i loved that scene because it was sweet because she manipulated him in such a nice way you know your daughter's best friend you know her best friend yeah, I'm just saying, like, I don't know different cultures and religions and, um, like, how they work, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, but so to run for the board, you could be, like, what, you could be 12 and, and win. And I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not a real thing. It could be. I don't know. I don't know the culture. 
I will claim ignorance on this. We're getting we're getting salty tired Ian tonight. I'm, I don't mean to just, be salty. Just mad about all of it. I don't understand it. I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I'm just confused. It. I'm just like I don't. Understand it is a little strange because I don't understand what the what the position she's running for is and what kind of responsibilities would come with that. Because yeah. they don't really make it clear in the episode, and hmm. you know, if we have any any listeners or any viewers that are that are Muslim that can enlighten us on what that is, I would love to know. Let us know in the comments, or shoot us a, you know, shoot us an email, or or message us on face or on you know social media. I would love to uh, to learn exactly what it is because you know they kept it pretty vague. They didn't go real deep into like the the inner workings of the mosque or the politics behind it. But I just really enjoyed those scenes because it was really funny the way that the show kind of goes into the the graphical elements of like how Kamala's like brain sees things with the animations and the little scribbles here and there. I I I, I really enjoyed that part. I don't mind things like that about the show. So I'm saying certain aspects of this show are perfectly fine by me and then others are just like what do you think about cool kid Kamala at the beginning of the episode? Did it give you uh, Bully McGuire b- vibes from Spider-Man 3? No, not as bad. <laughs> it, it was. At first, I thought, like, it's just a... I thought it was a danger head. I, I thought there's no thing. way that this is really happening. And I love that she had the... Be, because she got these powers, she had a little bit more... Um, a little bit more confidence and told the coach that he'd been pronouncing her name wrong the entire time that he'd known her. That that intro I really did think was was going to be in her head. I was so surprised when Bruno walked up and the scene just kept playing out because I thought there's no way there, there's no way that she's going to come in here this confident. But I was completely wrong. And I also don't understand like him pulling up at the end and her getting in the car and him being like, Kamala, meet my mom. OK, hello. <laughs> Who, who are you? Yeah, I'm and looking forward you, to see who that and, is. And why you keep popping up in the sky. Yeah, why do you why do you keep showing up? Why does she keep seeing this woman? I don't know who she is. Who I have mean? no idea. Who this? Um again, if this New is bracelet, something, who this? If this is something from the from the comics, again, neither of us read, you know, I read a little bit. Ian, I don't think you read any at all of Miss Marvel, uh, did you? I don't know how to read. That's not true. You read a lot. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I don't know who that character is and I don't know what's going on. Of course, I bounced it on my microphone. So I don't know what's going on with her, but I'm intrigued. And I know that, you know, this didn't work for you, but I am finding myself excited to watch it after each episode so far, which is more than I would have expected originally when they first announced the show. So I think the show is, is doing great in my opinion for the simple fact that i wasn't overly excited for it and now i find myself looking forward to it and getting disappointed but i don't get to watch it the day of you know when obi-wan comes out on wednesday mornings i watch it usually in the morning so i get a chance to watch it at least twice before we do our recording but with miss marvel i'm watching it with my family and so i kind of have to wait until i've got you know a 45 minute chunk of time where we can actually sit down and watch it and sometimes that's hard with you know the softball season going on right now and so who's, I'm actually kind of chomping at the bit. Who's getting a show that you were telling me about the other day? Or they're introducing another character into Wonder Man. Wonder Man. This is what I'm talking about. It don't matter what they make. 
You would just like it. Okay, first off, can you just hate things? First, can you just no. not like something? Please? No. Okay. All right. So we were. I didn't plan on talking about it, but oh my god, they're doing a Wonder Man show on Disney Plus. Oh and let me god. look. Look. Let me just. This wasn't a segue. Right here. Right here. You know what that is? That's a Marvel legend from 15 years ago of Wonder Man. Don't tell me. I just. No. Nobody. Nobody at me and say I'm just excited about things for nothing. I like Wonder Man. Fight me. Wonder Man's a fantastically fun character that they were going to introduce in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 and just a background bit. They decided they had to cut that out. I'm glad they did because now we're getting a project by Dustin Daniel Cretton, which is the, or Daniel Dustin Cretton. I can't remember the, first, the way it goes. Either way, the director of Shang-Chi is the executive producer of it. Uh, Andrew Guest, who's one of the writers of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, is the, the head writer on the show. And it's going to be a Wonder Man project. If you don't know who Wonder Man is, Go look him up. He's amazing. Also called Hollywood, if he is in the Guardians of the Galaxy, because he was in the Guardians for a while. Um, Wonder Man's amazing. Incredibly powerful Avenger. Um, died and was brought back to life by the Scarlet Witch at one point in time as pure ionic energy. He is awesome. And I will fight and die on the hill of Wonder Man. I'm so excited at the deep cut characters they're pulling out of nowhere. This is the same thing they did in phase one when they brought in Iron Man because didn't nobody care about Iron Man except for like me and five people in Missouri. Nobody cared about Iron Man prior to 2008. I can't wait. I'm excited about Wonder Man. I'm just saying if they made a show about Squirrel Girl, you'd be you'd love it. Okay, first off, all jokes aside. I'd lose my mind over a squirrel girl, a squirrel girl show for a couple of reasons. One, she's a delightfully fun character. Two, my kids love Squirrel Girl. I'd have another show I can watch with my children. And I, unlike Ian, am all for representation of all genders, creeds, religions. Ian over here doesn't like anybody because, you know, he doesn't like Miss Marvel because there's a brown skinned character. I'm oh, what the <laughs> fuck I swear to God, here's what I want. I'll be excited when they make a show. About one of my favorite characters. White Tiger. Much better. I'm talking Leather Boy. <laughs> what about D-Man? Full-on ball gag and everything. <laughs> Look at that chain. See that when chain? Where's that chain they... going? Where's that chain connected to? Boy, I didn't see either end of it. What's the chain connected to? <laughs> the ball gag in his ass. <laughs> the butt plug the ball gag. So, <laughs> he, uh, it makes a... <laughs> noise when it pops out like i'm plugging a sink drain yes <laughs> Ooh. so yeah when leather but when leather boy gets his own show i won't jump for joy for leather boy because i don't I know guarantee you'd love it i guarantee i would but that doesn't like, mean i'll be excited about it ahead if, of time if it was like if it was like coming to hbo max leather boy you'd be like oh god that sounds stupid why does it come to disney plus Leather Boy. You're like, oh, I Marvel love Studi Leather Boy. Marvel Studios, Leather Boy. I'll be like, all right, well, I'll give it a shot. I don't know why I'm open. Voice, I don't know why I turned into Robert Loja. <laughs> R for Robert Loja. Robert L for Leather Boy. <laughs> e for everybody loves that Leather Boy. <laughs> a for Andy. Is that Leather Boy? <laughs> Oh my god! I'm gonna All do right. the whole bit. Don't worry. Um, I'm just. I, I I love that you love things. I just I just don't love them with you. I well, just and don't that's, love everything. With and you. that's all right. That's the other thing, man. I you get I, giddy. 
I get very giddy when I enjoy them. And you know what? If you want me to talk about things I didn't love in Marvel, I will. I didn't love Black Widow. I, I enjoyed Black Widow, but I didn't love it. I didn't love the Eternals. I liked Eternals. I didn't love Thor the Dark World, but I'll still watch it. I still like there hasn't been a project I haven't at least liked. So, you know, until they I want to hear something you hated. I want to hear a Marvel project you're like, that just was not good. I don't have one. Not in the MCU. You know, Electra, if you want to talk about Marvel before the MCU came out, Electra was a hot steaming pile of garbage. I hated that movie. Electra I thought it had no movie. reason to exist. I didn't like Punisher Warzone. I know I'm a weirdo for that. I'm on the. Oh, I'm I a, hated that movie too. That I, was a, a lot of people movie. love Punisher Warzone. I didn't I, care for Punisher. Yeah, Warzone. and I don't understand. Like everybody liked that more than the Thomas Jane one. The Thomas Jane like, Punisher was the you superior are insane. Punisher. Insane until the that Netflix Punisher. John Bernthal's the best Punisher, but Thomas Jane was great. And Ray, you know, Ray Stevenson was fine as Punisher. That movie was just garbage. John um, Bernthal's okay. He screams too much a little bit. Whoa! <laughs> 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 like, All right, calm down, buddy. Calm down. Sometimes you can't understand, like when he's he raging. does scream. He does, <laughs> he does rage out and scream a lot. It's hard to understand him. I'm like, what? I said we're gonna. Another one. Those look, look, look MCU. Words. I can't. I, I, I'm honest. I haven't seen a single MCU project I didn't at least like. But there have been the Marvel ones. Um, Ang Lee's Hulk. I flat out hated. I watched that movie once and I thought it was garbage. I hated every second of that movie. I didn't like Pudgy Hulk. I didn't like 20 foot tall Hulk where he turned into a freaking. Um, I can't even think of the word. Um, Kaiju. He got so freaking big crawling through the sewers. Just leave me alone. I didn't like that. That Hulk. But the MCU I, I liked. Now, there are some other other projects that I flat out hate, but I like talking about the things that I like. And I like having a discussion about the things that I like and finding out why you don't like them. That's one of the reasons why we play off so well. We just happen to have enjoyed everything so far for a while. This is the first time that we've had something that we really strongly disagreed on. And that's okay. That way I'm we get two different. I hate this show by any means. I, I've never really cared for the character. I've told you that uh, the Marvel Avenger game was a terrible game. And uh, the worst part about it was. Miss Marvel, I thought. That See, I actually liked her in that game because that was one of the first. Times I know, Derek. I know you don't ever have to say I actually liked when it comes to Marvel. It's fine. No, that's not true. I was only talking about the MCU mandatory. There. I get I it. Have, I have read plenty of comics I didn't like. Miss Marvel is one of them. I didn't care for Miss Marvel in the comics, except for in I, her small I know run in Avengers you and, and, her, person and her run in the Champions. In Marvel, Marvel was what it was original sin. Original Sin is one of the worst crossover events they've ever done. You want to talk about one of the most hype? Like, Original I was Sin was so terrible. excited. And then the first issue, I was like, okay, all right. Second issue, I was like, all right, well, I'm done. And then it yeah. just got more confusing. It got worse and worse and worse and worse. All the tie-ins were awful. Um, that and Civil War Two was not good. I didn't read Civil War too. Uh, they killed Civil off War. Rhodey in like the first issue, and then Miss or Captain Marvel and Iron Man fought for no reason. Captain Marvel that went from being a really interesting character to an uber douche like immediately. Like at least in Civil War, when Iron Man did it, he had a history of being a douchebag. It wasn't surprising when he went and that's, douchey. 
is that a that's a one shot, right? That's not that's not canon to the rest of the Civil War Two. Oh no, Civil War Two was a. Uh... But Rhodey dying, he actually dies. He, he died. He Tony built him a new body. I'm um, I'm sorry, you heard me. Do you know how many times Tony Stark has died and had like a new body like made for him? Like he was straight up AI. The new the Tony Stark in the comic books now is a rebuilt body with an AI download of his brain into it tony stark is dead like the tony stark from before gone never came back this is a whole new body that was like rebuilt out of like organic tissue and his brain like consciousness that he had downloaded that helped riri you know Ironheart. that consciousness was loaded into it that was like the whole premise of tony stark iron man leading into iron man 2020 which is a fun story and now the the new iron man run is amazing um we were here to talk about miss marvel but i'm enjoying this comic book uh discussion that we got into speaking of other comics avengers forever read it it's excellent (sighs) quick recommendation avengers forever is great but yeah there are a lot of things that i dislike but in mcu they haven't done anything i dislike even the um oh no you know what i'm wrong i'm wrong you want to talk about a project that is technically in the mcu that I absolutely hate Inhumans is one of the worst pieces of filmmaking I've ever seen or TV that I've ever seen. That was the hardest eight episodes I've ever had to sit through. And while it's technically not Canon, it was part of Marvel TV, which has been somewhat rolled into Canon. It's kind of Marvel adjacent. Um, but it was absolute trash. Also, I didn't care for Iron Fist season one, Luke Cage season one, part two, like the second half of Luke Cage. Um, that was really it. I didn't, I, I didn't watch season two of Iron Fist or so, season two of Luke Cage. There is an excellent DC Batman series mm-hmm. called Endgame with the Joker. And if anybody has read not that. read that, it is absolutely fantastic. It's uh, he's got his face back. Um, that's after death of the family. There's a reason that he mm-hmm. looks the way he looks. They get into all that later. Uh, at the end of it, they're, they they discover that there's a stuff called Dionysium, and that is what's been keeping the Joker alive so long. He's actually died several times, uh, but this thing is keeping him alive. And then he's going to destroy destroy the the last of it. Batman finds out. They fight. They both die. You find out that they have like succumbed to this Dionysium stuff. Bruce Wayne comes back, loses his memory, but he still knows he's Bruce Wayne. He just doesn't remember anything about Batman talk about selective fucking memory so what i'm getting at <laughs> is at the end of uh <clears throat> at the end of this they go into where james gordon becomes batman and that series starts off it's called super heavy mm-hmm. super heavy moves into bloom bloom is this lame fucking villain that they fight that has a sunflower for face and he's got these magical beans uh again there is a point to this point being <laughs> Is, you don't have to have a point. It's all right. At, at one point, Alfred and Bruce are talking, and Alfred tells Bruce that uh, the old Bruce had built this machine, and it would give him all of his memories back, and it would basically it would it would it would restructure his brain to where he would remember everything everything 
in Bruce's subconscious before has been recorded the whole time through the cowl and, and everything mm-hmm. into the computer. And this is going to basically reprogram his brain to remember everything up until that point. And I thought, A, and then A, so A, Alfred begs him not to do it. No, it could kill you. Don't do it. Okay. What, what, why'd you show him? Right. Um, B, come on, man. I, I love you to death, but you, and yeah, get it. You have a plan for everything, but Jesus, come on, really? Hey, if anything ever happens when my brain gets wiped and I come back from the dead, put me in that machine. That's almost as bad to me as the shark repellent. Yeah. And look, I'm passing I, the shark repellent. You know, when it comes to comics, death has been meaningless in comics for so long now that I just kind of accept it. And like I said, I've been reading Iron Man for long enough that I've seen that man crippled. I've seen Rhodey die. I've seen Tony die. I've seen Happy die. He's the only one that hasn't come well, back yet, you, which I'm pretty upset about. You've also you can bring back Rhodey, but you can't bring back Happy. Come on. Yeah, you've also read. Uh, we talked about this: The Return of Bruce Wayne, yeah. where after um, uh, where Dark Side hits him, with the Omega Final Beam. Crisis, he hits him with the Omega Beam. He's transported through time, Instead and he has to make killed. his way back through time to to get back to present time and it's and he like fights pirates and all this stuff he's like a caveman for a while it's just ridiculous and it's just like okay and and again i love bruce wayne and i want him to live forever but if like you're gonna kill him just fucking kill him right and like rob damien has died tim drake has died and you're right they keep killing these characters and find a way to immediately bring them back Alfred is currently dead. Alfred, be the staple between everything. And as of right now, there's no plans to bring Alfred back. Why? Lies. Let Lies. one of the 10, 20 kids die. There used That's to what be I want to do. There used to be a saying that, oh, God, how did it go? That there were, oh, what was it? It was Thomas and Martha Wayne. Or no, no, I'm sorry. It was, it was, a, it was a Marvel saying. It was that Uncle Ben and Bucky Barnes are the two characters you can never bring back from the dead. Bucky Barnes is back. Death has no meaning in comic books anymore. And it's frustrating that it doesn't. I understand why. And that Bruce Wayne arc that you're talking about where he's traveling through time, as silly as that was, because I read all that as well, it did give us Red Robin, and Red Robin was amazing. That's true. I do love Red Robin. That run, that run was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, that one that was really good. But yeah, so crazy things happen in the comics. It's it's obnoxious. And so there are things. Look, look, there you go. People that have been saying that I like everything I love. I just gave you examples of things that I hate, things that I dislike, things that I can, you know, see the silver lining in. Even though I hate that Bruce Wayne story he's telling me about, I still see the silver lining that we got a great Red Robin story. Tim Drake's best portrayal, in my opinion, was that Red Robin run. Um so also Red Robin, yum. Getting back to Miss Marvel, which is the topic of this show. I enjoyed this episode and I'm looking forward to next episode. Ian, was there anything in this episode that had you excited to see where they go next? You got to think about it for too long. I got a feeling there's a no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess, I guess technically I am. I am kind of curious to see who mom is. Yeah. Did you believe for a second that he was not a shady character? Mm-mm. I didn't either. I looked. I looked at Allie. Well, as soon as he uh, was like, "Yeah, you want to? Can I get your number?" I looked at her. I was like, mm, "I don't trust this guy." I didn't I trust him when he was at the party, and he went right up to Kamala. And 
the kids were like, I, I what do you mean either. you don't trust him? And Claire goes, yeah, I don't trust him either. I thought, good, good. I like that. You're only nine and you're already realizing who's not trustworthy. Well, it's well just done. like he's up on this thing and he just jumps and does a flip into the pool. And you're the guy, don't do it. <laughs> like, I was expecting uh, him to say, I am a golden god. And then jump god. in. A little Almost Famous reference for you. Yes. Which yes. is a great movie if you've not seen it. Watch Almost Famous. Cameron Crowe's best film, in my opinion. Underrated. Ray, next time someone asks if you're a god, you say yes. <laughs> so, yeah, you're excited to, or you're at least interested to see who I'm the interested. mom character I'm interested. And, and, and honestly, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't think he's necessarily shady. I think he's a pivotal part of her storyline in a good way because why would he come save them from those? Also, that interrogation of that 16 year old girl was ridiculous, too. Oh, oh, we all follow you on social media. Oh, you do? Yeah, we do. So, why'd you do it? But if you remember, that's the same thing he did to Ned in uh, Spider Man No Way Home. It's like, oh, God, you haven't had anything to eat. Can we get Ned some food in here? Can we get some donuts? Do something. So he did that to them, and he tried to do it with MJ, and she was having none of it. Yeah, he is the worst interrogator of all time. I don't know. He got some of what he wanted. His partner, however, I'm telling you right now, is a villain. I think this is going to. I think that this is going to lead into secret, uh, secret invasion, and I think that that character is going to have something to do with it. There's your, there's your hot take after episode two. I think that the, the female. A member of of damage control that we see in this episode and last last episode, I would not be surprised if she's not a sleeper agent, either a scroll or a Cree, depending how they decide to go in Secret Invasion in the MCU. And I bet that that's a tie to it. I could be crazy, but that's my guess based on how she was acting. I don't trust her. She's shifty. She's shady. Mm. Mm. So. That's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with damage control. I'm looking forward to seeing who the who mom is. Oh, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, them explain those goofy ass powers. Yeah, I am too. I have a feeling that we're not going to get that until the very end of the season, which is a bit of a bummer because I think it's going to keep building the mystery of who her grandmother was or great grandma or great grandmother was, I think. Great grandmother, yeah, yeah, because she was talking to her grandmother on the oh, phone. like and and again, aspects of the show I love the banter between the family, like when she calls her grandma and she's an old person, so she's got the phone right here on <laughs> Facetime, and she's like, "Grandma, could could you could you please pull the phone back away from your face? I cannot see you." I love that. Yeah, I did too. That's a, that's that's how older people treat technology. Yeah, and all jokes aside, I mean it. One complaint, I, I can see people having complaints about her powers. I can see people having complaints about the story in general, you know, because Steve's their own. But Just everything about, about her and her family, everything about her and her that. family is excellent. I'm loving every every interaction with her family, her brother, her brother's fiance, her, her father, her mother, all of them. I'm loving all of them, even though her mom annoyed me so much in the last episode. Just again, because it was she frustrating. Grown. It was frustrating to watch from the outside. You know, because, you know, you see an over, overbearing mom. This, you see a little bit of why she's a little more overbearing. You get to see a little more of their interaction and some of the fun, you know, motherly mother daughter bond that they have. They love each other dearly. She made she's just a bit overprotective. And so I like that a lot. So I, I agree with you. Everything about the family is great. I'm hoping to see a little bit more of her 
developing her powers because I think that it is a little bit boring just throwing out rainbow platforms. She reminds me of a character called, I think, Spectrum from the um, Squadron Supreme, which is the Marvel's joke version of the Justice League. It's where like Hyperion is from. Spectrum is their Green Lantern character. He does mm-hmm. very similar things. He's got like a gem that he shoots out hard light constructs, which, oh my God, she could be a member of the Squadron Supreme. I just realized that they could do something crazy. Anyway, all right. Um, I'm looking forward to the next episode. Ian doesn't care, but he's hoping that it gets better. What did you guys think of Miss Marvel? Comment and let us know. Send us a message on uh, on social media. If you're not following us on social media, make sure that you are following us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Tik TikTok, TikTok on TikTok, TikTok, and YouTube. Um, again, like I said at the top, please don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, ring the ring the notification bell on YouTube. If you're listening on the podcast form, make sure you rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening on. Uh, if you need to get a hold of us for any other reason, you don't want to use social media, you can go to paperweightentertainment.com and fill out a form in the contact us section. It'll send an email right to my cell phone. You can get right a hold of me. Um, if you want to show a little support, you can click on the donation tab in the uh, in the description of the podcast. If you want to show your support by checking out some sweet, sweet merch, click on the link in the description of this, and it'll take you to our merch store where you can get some, some pretty fun items. So thank you all so, so much for watching, for listening. For Ian, I have been Derek. This has been the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast, and we will see you next time. Yay!